What's up, everyone? This is the Next Tape Podcast, episode 10 with Mikhail and Amika, where we have conversation on different topics. So, how was your sleep since the time changed, Tanika? Um, okay. No, okay. Okay. You get um, more sleep? <laughs> well, yeah, I had to do better with the clock going back. Okay. Yeah, me too. Uh, I enjoy it more than, you know, not getting an hour of sleep, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what are we talking about today, Tanika? So, today we're going to be talking about this Jay Z money thing that's been going on. Mikhail knows more about this than I do. It's the dinner with Jay-Z or 500,000. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. And then we're going to be talking about the Michael Jackson biopic that's going to be coming probably in the next year or so. Um, And we're also going to be talking about a class action case involving a university or college, technically college, I think, here in Toronto. And we're also going to be talking about the grandparent fraud scheme that's been going around um one case in particular that happened fairly recently that's what we're gonna talk about okay so let's talk about dinner with jay-z or five hundred thousand. so this whole thing has been going on for like you know two years and it just popped out back in um in the middle of summer um Dinner with Jay-Z or 500,000. Uh, it's it's a conversation because a lot of people want to, you know, pick Jay-Z's brain or, you know, uh, because of how, you know, he's a billionaire and he's really rich, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But to be honest with you, I would not pick dinner with Jay Z. I would take the five hundred thousand. Um, duh. Because there's, yeah, <laughs> e- either rich or poor. Um, I would take the five hundred thousand. Uh, you can do a lot of things for five hundred thousand. Invest it, save it, buy real estate, or donate it. So, Jay Z is not the only person that knows. Uh, how to get connections, how to uh, get uh, your finances in a better place, et cetera. There's there's a lot of resources out there for you to um, (laughs) do all that stuff. And I find that a lot of people would like dinner with Jay-Z is I feel like it's ridiculous. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I think here's what I'll say. Obviously, for me, I'm taking the money and I'm running. <laughs> um, I'm not. I respect Jay Z. I respect the hustle. He is probably one of the most successful rappers turned, like, as a businessman, really. Um, right. 
in this generation. I respect him, but I don't care enough to see him over getting $500,000. I really don't. Sorry. But maybe, you know, there are people who would want those connections and Jay-Z's got them who wants to break into this industry that I got. I understand that. Yeah. But like, (sighs) but there's, there's different ways of doing it. You can build your own connection with 500,000. You could, but you have to remember from where this is concerned. um, You need to be somebody and know somebody. And if you don't know somebody or you are somebody, you're going to get ignored. Really? I mean, Mm. like, for those who know, like, I don't know a whole lot about Madonna and her rise to her fame, but she was trying to get her name out there for a really long time before she did mm-hmm. eventually. And it really just took like, I guess one single just did it, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it takes a long time. So I mean, I mean this industry is not an easy industry. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, getting 500000 getting to Jay-Z. You know, I'm talking about building your own community, building your own connections. You know, you don't need, uh, maybe somehow those connections can reach the Jay-Zs in the future. So, like, um, I, I mean, you don't need Jay-Z. I think for- people would disagree with you on that, though. Hmm? I think people would disagree with you if you are someone, yeah, if you are someone who wants to break it in this industry Mm -hmm. and you have someone like Jay-Z, who is also married to Beyonce, so remember this, okay? Mm. This doesn't just mean Jay-Z, this also means like Beyonce, who's been in this game now for 30 plus years. Right. Imagine the connections this man has. Yeah, but... (laughs) If you want to break it into this industry. To think of it this way, if you break it, if you make it yeah. with Jay-Z's help and or Beyonce, mm-hmm. you've been making more than $500,000. Think of it that way. Yeah, I'm thinking of it that way, but... I think, I honestly, like... I think you're coming from a place where, you know, you gotta hustle and, and do that, and you mm-hmm. you can do that on your own. I'm coming mm-hmm. from a place where it's like, yeah, you're... I already know how hard that can be. If you want to make it in the music industry, it is not easy. Sometimes the shit you have to do is not not, easy. So if you have an easy way in, why not? Why not use it? You know what I mean. I'm I'm not talking just the music industry, and there's and there's a lot of artists in the music industry that you just you can just have the connections as well. But like, I'm not just talk about music industry i think people are talking about business too so jay-z business guy businessman sorry um so uh people are looking for like you know advice wisdom financial advice to uh make it out of their current state if if i'm got that right and uh that's what uh they're looking for mostly not the music industry. You can you can look for any type of artist. You can look for like a you know a Selena Gomez. You can look for a uh, Jay Z is bigger than Selena Gomez in my opinion. That's, Sorry, that's, that's that's arguable in a way. No, it shouldn't be though. Sorry, it shouldn't be. 
it shouldn't be but like it's it's arguable look at her instagram crown to be honest with you so i gotta go i gotta go so much more than this the social media aspect of things yeah i know but you know people will say otherwise like you know her fans will probably say now uh also with beyonce's fans so with taylor swift's fans everyone is dedicated to the person that they love yeah Yeah. but but. you gotta look at their career and how long that has spanned jay-z started his career when selena gomez was still with on barney like sorry Mm. i got yeah but but you can't you can't you can't you can't say that uh Celia Gomez didn't have a successful career or something like that. But like, I didn't say that. Now you're okay. putting words in my mouth. Oh, okay. I didn't say that. Well, well, you can't just say that. Like, uh, what am I going to say? But whatever. I'm just saying that. Like, a lot of people were just saying that. Like, you know, Celia, people would disagree with you on that, and you know, say Selena's bigger than Jay Z as of yeah. And I and right I now. said and like I said. Because I said, yes, I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. People will say that. But I'm also looking at how big their career is, how long oh, it has spanned yes. for, and the connections you get over time. There are right. connections no, that Jay-Z yeah. has that Selena Gomez doesn't. That's what okay. I'm talking about. I'm not right, talking right. about the fan base and their love okay. for Selena Gomez. I don't care about that. I'm talking about okay. that. Yeah, yeah. You're right about that one. That one, yeah. So... If you were to get like you know business advice and you know connections, you go to exactly. Jay Z. But I'm yeah, like you said, I'm thinking it as in like you know hustle hard by the way, by yourself. And oh, I wouldn't. Things. You take the easy way. That's what I'm trying to say. You wouldn't. Why would like you wouldn't? I, but there are people that would rather do yeah. that, especially those people who have been doing it for years and not making it. And then this opportunity comes around. Well, yeah, I'm going to take Jay-Z up on things because what I'm doing isn't working. You got to remember that these people have drive. They try. Okay. Half of the people who try to make it into acting Mm -hmm. or music or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. we don't know their names because they never make it. They never make it. Let's just, you know, let's say like hundred people say I'm going to make it big. You know, and we're going to do what we got to do to make it happen. Right. Let's not say 20 of those 100 people mm-hmm. actually make a name for themselves. So that's what I'm trying to get at. If people have been trying for years and years and years and they're not doing, nothing that they're doing is making sense. It's not, it's nothing is, is happening for them. And then this opportunity presents itself. Having dinner with Jay-Z? They're going to have dinner with Jay-Z. Mm. Because he has the connections. Maybe somewhere, some way, he can get me where I need to go. Not to say that he's going to do everything for you. Mm-hmm. But he can get your name to the people who matter. So, Why wouldn't you do that? Now, I don't want to make a big in music. So I'm taking the money. But someone who maybe... Wants to make it big in whatever industry that Jay Z is connected to, right? Why wouldn't they not take that? I mean, it's it's easier nowadays to you know if you were to take the five hundred dollars. Easy nowadays if you want to go to the music route. Um, Money doesn't yeah. buy you what you need. You gotta remember that. You gotta remember that music mm-hmm. money doesn't buy you happiness. That's something that's always been said. 
money does not buy you happiness. Mm. You can you can sit there and tell me that all, you can make your sounds on all you want, but how many celebrities are unhappy and they're rich? How many people have you know hurt themselves? Let's say that way, and True. they're rich. Money does not True. buy you happiness. True, it'll pay True. off my debt. But it's not gonna pay, give, give me happiness. True, and I'm gonna say true that the true that there's celebrities that are, who are rich and are, are not ha- happy, and then there's not true. There are a lot of people who are rich and happy. I would say yeah, it's, but they're not happy re- because of the money. You, you're not. You, you gotta give me more than that. There are probably has nothing to do with their money, but where they are in life. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a mix mixed bag when people say uh, money doesn't make you happy because there are some people that I don't agree with that. There's some people that you know that say uh, money does make you happy. I don't still happy. Yeah, but that's not but, true. I'm sorry, they're lying. But but that, that's the that's other people but i do say that yeah true money does not make you happy so money can make you stress free for a minute listen if i have five hundred thousand dollars i'm happy i'm happy for the moment Mm -hmm. because i'm paying off my debts i may be putting some money aside for a down payment on a house or something i might be giving money to my mom whatever the case may be and where Mm -hmm. i am i'm at in life that money can may become in handy if like let's say someone decides they want to you know have a family and they in future is expensive or something like that or whatever case may be whatever you need it for right that money can come in real handy hmm. but i am in a different place than other people if their idea of happiness is making it big and and wherever they are in life and if that includes you know acting or business or mm-hmm. music or mm-hmm. and music is so broad music can mean songwriting producing whatever i'm okay. going to do the dinner with jay-z because he has the connections that i don't have mm-hmm. maybe oh. he sees something in me in that mm-hmm. dinner and then i'm going to go where i want to go so i get it but if for those Mm -hmm. people who are saying they're going to do dinner with jay-z just to have dinner with jay-z you're the dumb ones (laughs) take the money and you and here's another thing too you're not sure if jay-z's gonna like you (laughs) no you're not but you take a risk so you you well you, you better come prepared when it comes to dinner because if he does, if he doesn't like you, then you wasted your time. You should have took yeah. five hundred thousand. Yeah, no, so, but you don't. You can't predict the future. If everyone is different, I'm the kind mm-hmm. of person that's like, I'm not really a gambler, really. So I don't know if I risk it. If I was in a position where I, you know, what I mean, I might be like, you know, living is really tough. I'm paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll make it easier for myself and take the five hundred thousand, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are people who go into life in the mindset of you don't know what the future holds. I can't right. have fear 
all the time or let fear run me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to put my best foot forward. And hopefully he does like me. Like you have to remember, like, I'm an anxiety ridden person, so I would not mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. But there are people who who's out there that will do it. Who will do it. Even if they have anxiety, they'll they'll still conquer the fear. I'm the kind of person that's like, I need to be in control of everything, so I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and I don't have control in the situation. Um, but there are people who are like, nah, let's do this. And again, for those people who are artistic, they're used to being in front of people and selling themselves. Mm-hmm. I am not artistic, so right. like in that sense. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be comfortable doing it. Mm. Someone who is used to being in front of people or used to being in front of a camera or whatever the case may be, they're okay. This is their thing. They've got this. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, business yeah. people, they're used to selling something or selling themselves in this yeah. case. Yeah. So they're going to be probably okay for the most part. Well, that's like I said. That's if you have something. If you have nothing, he's not. Oh yeah, no! Don't go into a situation where you have nothing. Yeah, stupid. (laughs) Yeah. So like, if yeah, so it's a it's to me it's a huge risk in my opinion. But during an interview, Gail King, you know who Gail King is? Yes. Yeah, one of yeah. Obviously, I know who Gail King is. I'm not. I'm old enough. (laughs) I guess for the people who don't know who Gail King is, which you might be too young to be listening to this, um, she is. She is in her own room. Yes, but she she's been doing her thing. I'm learning that Gail King is more than just Oprah's friend. She has such a career behind her, Mm -hmm. working as like. I guess a reporter, or I don't know, like the right term to use, interviewer, whatever. Interviewer, yeah. Yeah, she is huge in her own right. Continue. Yeah, she she did the she did remember the one with R. Kelly. Oh my god, that was so horrible. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, but uh, in a TV interview with Jay Z, she asked that infamous question: Uh "Dinner with Jay Z or five hundred thousand?" Jay-Z responded with, take the money, 500000 Okay, that's interesting to hear him say. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then he went to just say, so if you want to, you know, if you want my wisdom and advice, just buy my old albums. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Jay, if you have dinner with Jay-Z, I'm guessing he won't basically tell you that he'll probably tell you you should have bought my <laughs> old albums and taken the five hundred thousand. That, that would be his advice to you so um yeah that ends that um dinner with jay-z or five hundred thousand debate We're going to talk about the Michael Jackson biopic that's coming up. And I guess let's talk about what we think can happen from this. So, yeah, so we're talking about this. So Universal has taken the international rights to the biopic, which I guess is called Michael. 
I, I that's what I'm assuming because it's in italics. So I'm assuming that's what's going to be called just Michael. So Lionsgate is behind the project, which will mm-hmm. be directed by Antoine Verluca. I think I said that right. Um, Jackson's nephew, Jafar Jackson, will be playing him in the film, which is really interesting. I don't think we've ever really seen a family member play like so the their, nephew. His nephew, yeah, okay. is going to be playing him. So, um, yeah, so the Universal Deal encompasses all international rights, mm-hmm. excluding Japan, which is it's not surprising in that sense because I think you know there's always one Asian country that gets excluded for right. some reason. I think it's usually always Japan, but Michael Jackson was huge in Japan, like huge, mm-hmm. like huge. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's huge. No, I, I believe he's huge around the world, not just huge. no, 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 no. But but I mean huge. I mean huge. Yeah, like even huger than anything is possible. Um, like Japanese people love the fuck out of Michael Jackson, <laughs> so I'm surprised by it. But I guess we'll see what happens. Um, so Graham King, um, who is kind of the person who tends to do biopics. He also um, produced um, the Queen biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody, which I watched and I really enjoyed. Um, Mm. He will be producing this Michael Jackson biopic along with John Branca and John McLean. Um, Mm. Yeah, yeah, McLean, who um, were co-interesting, who are co-executors of the Michael Jackson estate. What? Okay. Interesting. Mm. But um So he's the he's the one that's been sending us the the uh DMCA to uh our YouTube a couple weeks ago when we did a Halloween special. Um maybe. Know what you're up to. (laughs) Maybe. Um also Joan uh John Logan um, who I'm assuming also wrote Gladiator and The Aviator, he'll be writing this script. So mm-hmm. according to Lionsgate, the film will cover all aspects of Jackson's life. How long is this movie going to be? It is unclear mm-hmm. how it will address the many controversies involving the light music icon. Right. Um, given that the biopic is being made in conjunction, conjunction with the estate, who have defended him against all accusations, obviously, because Michael Jackson himself defended himself against these accusations that came about, um, mm-hmm. as we all know, of sexual abuse of children. Um, those accusations were returned to the public discourse thanks to the 2019 HBO documentary, Leaving Neverland, which is, um, I mean, I have seen that documentary um, I'm sure many have at this point, obviously. Um, uh, that's, 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 that's a top topic we don't need to get into, but mm-hmm. I don't understand, like, how are they going to handle that? Now, I don't know, because this is a thing. I feel like, although a lot of people are like, Michael Jackson paved the way for what music is today, yeah. which is 100% true. You wouldn't you wouldn't get Chris Brown, you wouldn't mm-hmm. get um Usher. Usher. Uh who else? Um The Weekend. The Weekend. There's another one. 
Oh, Bruno Mars. Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. Yeah. And I would also argue in Prince. I think yes. Prince definitely has a huge influence on Bruno really? Mars. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? I, I never. Came, I thought no, they came around the same time. What are you talking about? Prince. They Prince and who? Prince and Michael. Yeah, that's what I when I met. For, I meant for Bruno Mars. Because you said oh, Bruno okay. Mars. I also said, I would argue Prince as well for Bruno Mars. Okay. Yes, oh, they did right. come around the same time. Yeah. Right. 80s. Well, actually, Michael Jackson was probably first, to be totally honest with you. Sure. Michael Jackson was easily like 20 years before Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, because Prince was, I think, younger than Michael Jackson, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Not by much, but young enough. But um, yeah, so he has paved the way for a musicist today. So it will be interesting to see how this movie is, first of all, accepted by people, how people are going to perceive this. But it's really difficult to not touch base on those accusations, mm-hmm. especially the one that happened in the 90s. Yeah, that's going to be hard. I mean, when I watched Straight Outta Southside with the Southside, Straight Outta Compton, my God, too much 50 cent. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Straight Outta Compton um, mm-hmm. with the NWA, mm-hmm. they didn't really. Uh, touch on the controversy well they kind of touch on the the f the police mm-hmm. and that was like the only part all the controversies they didn't really touch on that like um but so i'm thinking that they're not i don't i don't think do you think they should touch on you know those uh his personal life like that or just um, well, yes. Yeah, so first, first of all, yes, they're going to tackle everything having to do with his personal life. Right. That's just how this goes. But um, what I will say about Straight Out Compton, you have to remember that um, Ice Cube himself was very much involved in the movie, right? Um, so they're going to stray away from certain things. Yes. Um, especially with Ice Cube being involved. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and hurt, also his son himself yeah. right and his son himself also played him so mm-hmm. you know i understand that for sure um like what controversies exactly are you talking about with nwa because i don't i don't know a lot of history with nwa i don't want i, I mean it's probably a lot at probably a- well let's name one thing uh <sighs> <sighs> It's been, I don't, it, Dot, well, there's, I'm going to name one. Dr. Okay. Dre and his underage situation with, okay. yeah, rumored underage. Okay. That's what I don't know. Yeah. Underage okay. Got, got it. Kind of like, is it something similar to like with yes. Elvis Presley or is yes. it similar more yeah. to like. It's, it's similar, but like, okay. I think it was, this was around. The nineties or something old, like that. Do you know how old he would have been, roughly? I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. The girl was underage. He was probably he was most likely older. Right. So. Okay. Um. Well, they didn't. Okay. They didn't touch on that and straight out of Compton at all. Right. So. Well, because probably, I think ahead. with straight out of Compton, it was meant to be more about the rise to fame. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if I can consider Straight Outta Compton as a biopic. And maybe this is more just my definition of biopic, but I feel like this was more of a rise to fame movie. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they're not going to touch on the dark sides of things, right? Even his nephew's playing as Michael, so I don't think he would be uncomfortable. Mm, We'll see. We'll see. But the, the thing is, is I don't know how they avoid it because this, him being around children, it's hard to, okay, it's hard to do a movie about Michael Jackson's life mm-hmm. without including the fact that he loved to be around children. Right. No matter your views on that, me personally, listen, I am a Michael Jackson fan, but I am not leaving my children with a stranger. I don't care who he is. Right. So that aside, um, he loved to be around children. He, you know, you always saw him with a child. Fine. It's hard to have that be part of the movie, but then completely bypass the accusations that happened against him. I don't know how that, how you would do that. It would mm-hmm. feel, it wouldn't feel genuine anymore if that's what you were going to do. And also, this was huge chunks of his life. If, now the the Leaving Neverland documentary that came out ten years after his death, he was not on around to comment on that, so I can see them ignoring that one hundred percent. He wasn't around for that. He wasn't. He was. You know, it's hard to. I can't imagine them talking about something that he himself couldn't um, defend, right? But when it comes to the one that happened in 93, when it comes to the one that happened in 2000, and I think it was three or four, you keep, how do you ignore it? How do you ignore that? I can't see. There were huge chunks yeah. of his life. Huge chunks. And also, what I'm going to say, because this kind of ties in a little bit, especially the first one, the first accusation, are we going to ignore the drug use that Michael Jackson encountered all his life, pretty much? I mm. Are we going to, because that is the reason he's dead. So how do they go about that? I I do think they might, because they got to touch something that's, you know, they got to make a story that's probably, uh, hmm, how easy he, for people to watch. Not easy to be able to watch, but like how, you know, how they make their stories and, you know, uh, they have that person on the decline and then uh-huh. they'll go through a rise up again in terms of, you know, when it comes to movies. Okay. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but they got to remember this is a biopic is supposed to show his life, right? Yeah. And what people didn't realize or didn't know is that whenever he had his incident while filming the Pepsi commercial mm-hmm. was when the drugs started. So this man has been doing drugs from the early 80s until the time he died. Right. And all it did was get worse and worse and worse. I do think they might, they might do But, but hold on, let me finish. Go ahead. Let me finish. He went to rehab when the first accusation happened, people don't know this. He went mm-hmm. to rehab. Elizabeth Taylor 
made sure his ass went to rehab. He was married to Lisa Marie Presley when he Mm. went to rehab. So how do we do this? How do we go about this? Are we going to, you can't ignore the big things. That's the thing. So I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know how they're going to handle the accusations. I don't know how they're going to handle the drug use because this was a man who was a drug addict for most of his life. Anyone who knew him personally, except for his family, wants to pretend this didn't happen. But anyone like Lisa Marie Presley, before she passed on, Mm -hmm. she talked about the fact that he was using. Debbie Rowe, who was the mother of his his two children, came out and said he was using. It was very clear that he was using. They could tell these things. People close to him who aren't afraid to tell the truth were saying he was using. Mm. How How do you pretend like that didn't happen? Mm. Sorry, sorry about that. How how old is the um the nephew? If you, Uh, I can check. I'm not sure though. Because if they're if they're just touching on the younger version of him, oh, that's that's easy to that's easy to deal with. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't. That's it. He's twenty seven. But that that's easy. That that you, I'm not even worried about that. About um, yeah. Yeah, how far they're going to go into his mm-hmm. life. I'm not concerned about that because that's all. All of this is makeup, fancy effects, and shit to mm-hmm. make him look older. And mm-hmm. and that's also. This, yeah, I don't. I don't want to go off on a rant here with this, but you got to remember this man was going through plastic surgery, and just and just to preface, back technically doesn't crack. So he mm-hmm. didn't. He, Michael Jackson looked the way he did because he was a drug user and the plastic surgery, not because he mm-hmm. was older. Mm-hmm. It would have been interesting to see what he looked like if he didn't ruin himself like that. But anyway, I I, hmm, I I do think they're going to do that, but what? they won't touch on the other things like the the, the drug issues. Do you think they won't touch it, or they will? No, they they will. They yeah, because I don't see how you can avoid it. Honestly, but the other ones, no, the accusations. Yeah, 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 they won't, they won't do that. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't, can't. I don't know, because they, because when it comes to biopics, you want to end some biopics. You well, want to end, end on a good. positive note. Yeah, it's gonna end on a positive note. They're not gonna. I can guarantee you right now, they are not going to end this off with his death. They're just gonna say, mm-hmm. "Okay, you know, he died on June 20 fifth yeah. 2009 or whatever and yeah, yeah. that's what they'll do yes. like they won't end yes. it off with his death yes. i here's what i predict guys call yes. me off if i'm wrong but this is what i predict they're going to end off this movie with his 43rd anniversary concert at madison square garden that's what i think they're going to end this off on mm. that was in 2001 that's what i think they're going to end this off on they're not going to end it off on the this is us tour because that didn't this is a tour because that didn't happen that never fucking happened. That's that, that's where I think they're going to end this off on because shit got real rocky after 2001 because that's when the next accusation happened. That's the way for them to avoid it, especially that one. So because he went to trial on that one, the first one he didn't. So we'll see. And and then they uh, show his nom his nominees, his Grammys. The, the well, fuck the nominees. You got the, Grammys, honey. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think um, it will end really well. So, I don't see them damaging the legacy of Michael Jackson with this biopic. But, you know, yeah, no, I don't see that. So, um, yeah, that that's all I have to say. They have to remember, think of it this way. The accusations themselves mm-hmm. never ruined his legacy nope. when he was alive. No. So there's nothing they can do now that would change that. The only thing I can see is that uh, people who don't like him will bring it up. Oh, so for sure. Yeah. We'll bring it you're going to have people who are going to be negative for sure. During the premiere and after mm-hmm. it's out of theaters. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But every, everyone has, has a thing, you know, mm-hmm. like everyone, but like, I always was under the impression that they would never would do a biopic for him because mm-hmm. of the accusations that have happened. Right. And how controversial he he honestly is. Mm. And you have people like Whitney Houston. I mean, Aretha Franklin is in a completely different boat of both mm. of these people, but mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin got hers and yeah. um um Elvis Elton Elvis, Elvis got his Elton John. Again, Elvis Presley is in different so is Elton John, honestly. Weird Al you, got his. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. Um, and I Whoa, don't understand. It? No, it didn't. It hasn't actually come out yet. I know that the Weird Al Yankovic one hasn't come out yet. I could have sworn. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're they're they're. It's in production. I've been listen. I've been listening, looking out for this because I believe Daniel Radcliffe is playing Weird Al Yankovic. So don't fuck with me on this one. Yeah, yeah. I just saw the commercial like a couple of days ago on it, and they say it's weird exclusive to a Roku. Oh, I haven't seen anything. Okay. That's it's, what you just literally said. It's exclusive to Roku, so that's why I haven't seen anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's exclusive to Roku, so you have to okay. watch it to the Roku channel. Okay. But, but yeah, uh, like, those people have gotten their biopics. I don't even understand how, how weird Iankovic is getting one, but anyways. <laughs> but everyone's getting their biopics. I mean, weird Iankovic is also still alive, so it's Elton John, though. Mm-hmm. But everyone else I've mentioned is not. But, you know... Um, they all got there, so why wouldn't Michael Jackson? Right. And here's the other thing too: for those people who are huge Michael Jackson fans, mm-hmm. know that there has been a movie done before for Michael Jackson, or yeah, really and truly, it was Michael Jackson, and it only when he was one. alive. Yes, yeah, it was done in the early nineties. Yeah, and this that movie only went as far as the thriller. I'm pretty sure. It, it's been a while since I saw the movie. It was mm-hmm. actually more like a five-parter or six-parter series thing. Um, um, I'm pretty sure that only went as far as the um, 25th anniversary of Motown um, concert that was done. Obviously, for those people who are, again, huge Michael Jackson fans, know this was the first time Michael Jackson moonwalked while performing Billie Jean, something he continued doing, obviously. Um, so this was a, I personally enjoyed the movie, went from his early life to that point. Um, so I'm going to probably be comparing the two to see like, what's going to be better, what's going to be good. Cause that movie really went into depth with his life from early 
stages to at least when he was in his 20s. So we'll see how this goes. But yeah. Okay. Oh, let me let me ask you this. Okay. What's the next what's the next biopic you want to see from a uh from an artist or, you know, from a from a movie star, you know? Prince. That's gonna be hard. I don't know. No, it's think. not. Why would it be hard? Because I don't he he he's he Why would it be any harder than Michael Jackson? He doesn't let anybody touch it touches his uh I well, he's very protective of his uh stuff. That's not that's what I want to say. But so is Michael Jackson's estate too. All you need to do is have the estate do that alongside with you. There's no reason why. Well, I'm hoping that he's when he. You, and you have to rephrase that. It's yeah. not about the fact that he won't let people touch his stuff. Right. This man wrote music for other people who sang. Yes. His music. So it's not about yeah. that. It's about the fact that no one's gonna fuck with. The legacy of Prince and isn't going to the same way with Michael Jackson. That too. That's what I meant. Yeah. Right. So I don't think if you get the right person doing a Prince movie, I don't think Mm -hmm. anyone's going to fuck with Prince's legacy. I really don't. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Prince. I, again, I would be comparing it a little bit to Purple Rain because Mm -hmm. Purple Rain was obviously Prince was in that. This Mm -hmm. was done back in the eighties. And that was kind of his struggle into getting into the music industry. But as far as I'm concerned, Minneapolis is going to want a firework of friends. Like he, anyone you talk to or you hear who is like, for example, I listen to the wine and crime podcast. They're from Minnesota mm-hmm. and they're just like, Prince is huge here. Everyone has Prince here. Yeah. So why wouldn't yes. they not do one for, for Prince at some point? I don't see uh, it being an issue. I'm not si- as long as his estate is on board with it. I'm not saying that they they wouldn't, but I feel like it it's going to be quite a while until somebody does it. Well, look how long it took for Michael Jackson biopic to happen. Whitney Houston's happened before yeah. Michael Jackson's. She died yeah. after him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Aretha yeah. Franklin, same so, thing. She died after him. And that came like nothing. They had yeah. done two actually yeah. for Aretha Franklin before they even did one for Michael Jackson. Mm. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not surprised if it takes a little longer to happen, yeah. but I would like to see it at some point. Yeah. For me, uh, even Elvis, uh, oh. <laughs> even Elvis died. Oh, oh yeah. Oh whoa, yeah. Long, long, it took a long, yeah. So <laughs> like 50 years. Yeah. Anyway. So what about you? So for, for me, G unit. <laughs> I want to see it. I know you don't want to see it, but I know a there's a lot of people. Pick of G unit. G unit, yeah. The highs and lows of G unit, yeah. I want to see that. So, uh, yeah. From okay, so from where... next topic. <laughs> <laughs> from where they started from the streets, from their success. From their breakup to their reunion back again, and to their breakup again, I want to see that all fifty make it happen. <laughs> all right, that, that, are you that, serious? I, I want to see it. I really want to see it. It's a uh, good story. You don't want. You don't want to see it? No, absolutely fucking not. No. 
I don't oh, care. Come, I don't care enough. Come on. Oh, come on. I don't care enough. Come, I really don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Prince. I'm talking about people who paved the legacy and the way for people. And you come out with G-Unit? G-Unit. G-Unit. I would have okay. had more respect for you if you said 50 Cent. Only he he 50 already cent. has Get Rich or Die trying. That's, that's basically true. That's his. True. <laughs> this is basically his biopic. That's true. But, um, but like, I, I still would have, you know, even somebody else, somebody else, fucking G Unit. <sighs> yeah, that I want to see something like that, but otherwise, and that that's not going to happen because Fifty Cent is never going to happen. So, <laughs> so I want to make I want him to make it happen because he has the money to do it. But of course he does. Uh, but, yeah. Know. I don't care. But uh but yeah. Um let me see. Some someone else. Oh man. Yeah, please tell me somebody else. That's kinda hard because like there's been like a lot. Let me see. Run DMC. Okay. Yeah. Run DMC is not. Yeah. Yeah. I think they made Oh well, they made documentaries. They, they, they've yeah. made documentaries. I don't think they've ever made like a even like a series or something for him. Yeah, and I know yeah. like Run DMC is is not. I don't want to say problematic, but right. It's how do you how do you do it when it's still unsure who who killed him, right? Mm-hmm. so i don't know how that would yeah. happen yeah but, i mean they also have it well they technically did do didn't they not do a movie for biggie i think they yeah did. biggie right uh, yeah did tupac so yeah he, he did so big and tupac a couple times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why not at that and at those points we didn't know who killed either of them either so why not now we know now it's now now it's come out that's no, it's not a rumor. It's not a rumor anymore. Keep up. It's not a rumor anymore. Yeah, I, literally, saw, I think I think I saw something, but yeah, recently, like I, very recently. Like, there's an article article other, another article that says it's not that who you think it is. Who they've yeah, been you, saying did it. Yeah. It's not him. Mm-hmm. Like they were saying that it was um it was his fucking face. He was in prison. That he had something to do with it. Um, who mm-hmm. was with Tupac when he died. Um mm-hmm. shit. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. It's not him. Some random person that I, I, I think it was like a family member of someone else. And right. anyway, it, uh, for um, I think that's for Biggie. Yeah, it's for I think it's for Biggie or Biggie Tupac. Papa. No, it might have been Tupac too. I, I can't. I Tupac, honestly can't remember Tupac because I haven't heard anything for Biggie. Biggie, cause, Biggie cause... came out. Um, they found. They figured who probably did it. Mm-hmm. I think that came out maybe a year or two before. Like during COVID, it came Cause, out. Yeah, because 50's been blaming uh, Diddy. <laughs> it's not Diddy. Diddy had nothing to do with it. Diddy had nothing to do with it. Did, are you kidding? P. Diddy is not going to kill his biggest artist at the time. No, Come tu- on now. No, no, no. Tupac, Tupac. Oh, Tupac. No, no, no. Yeah, been, for the fault, for like some com- kind of conspiracy fault. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah. I never thought yeah. that. Yeah. I thought that. But, um, What's his face that was with Tupac? I thought he could have definitely had something to do with it because he's sketchy as fuck. Yeah. He's literally in prison for killing somebody. So, like, right. he's sketchy as fuck. Right. But I never thought P. Diddy had anything to do with anything. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, that hopefully, 
um, that Michael Jackson biopic is done with grace and done well. Well, and you know, because I will talk well. shit about it if it's not done well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know when we're expecting to see it. I think it's gotten mm. pushed back now to 2025. Mm. Okay. Okay. I think it was supposed to come out in 2024, but with everything going on with the strikes, mm. that pushed back, I believe. So I think it is coming in 2025. So, okay. you know, once it comes okay. out, maybe we'll talk about it then too. We'll see. Right. Yeah. Well, no, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it um, on this podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. What is our final topic? Well, no, second to last final topic. Second to last one? Yeah. I believe. Yes. My bad, guys. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, York University and its Students Union, um, which is the York Federation of Students, so York University is here in Toronto. Um, mm. They have been named in a $15 million class action lawsuit that alleges failure to address reoccurring anti-Semitic incidents at the school over a span of two decades. Whoa. Mm. Now, um, my rivalry law firm, Diamond and Diamond, um, sorry, any person who works at a law firm knows that Diamond and Diamond is funny as fuck. Moving on, um, they are the ones who initiated this legal action, um, mm-hmm. and it says that the lawsuit represents current students, recent alumni, and attendees from 1998 to 2021. Right. So it, it says that the plaintiffs allege that they have been made to feel unsafe on campus, silenced, forced to hide their Jewish identity, been harassed, and even threatened with physical violence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Diamond and Diamond says that the school and the student union were negligent in failing to address anti-Semitic incidents of violating York's non-discrimination policies and providing insufficient staff training on handling harassment, which is, for those, like, who know, especially, I don't know what else, what other countries do, but here in Canada, you have to do, like, training, like, it's, required by law you have to do training when it comes to stuff like this um, when you start a new job um so york university has not upheld its commitment to its own guidelines and policies particularly those vital for ensuring student safety um which was said by sandra ziskind um sure who is the managing partner of diamond and diamond I'm not sure if she's a lawyer on record or whatever, but this is what she's saying. Um, and yeah, so it's basically talking about all of that. Um, so obviously at this point, because this class action has just started, mm-hmm. cases take a really long time to run through its litigation process. Um, cases can take up to 10 years or longer, especially when we're doing wow. a class action case. There's so many different things involved. Like I'm currently helping out on a class action case at my law firm. Obviously, I'm not going to talk about it right. on any details that I'm not allowed to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we're currently working on this. I'm helping out. We're not like the lawyers on record, but like my lawyer isn't. 
Um, but we're trying, we're helping out on it. It's such a process. And this particular case has been going on since 2020. Um, mm-hmm. At least that's when this, the class action case started. Three years, wow. Three years, and we're nowhere near the end. Like, it's just still going to be going on for quite a while. And the amount of people who are involved in this, like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking at this point, I'm trying to count to my head, it's about four or five different lawyers who are working on this one class action case in my firm. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't include the assistants, including myself, that are helping out on this. There's so much involved in class action because it takes so long. So we don't we probably will not have an outcome for this for quite some time. Mm. Um so and again, we don't really know how many plaintiffs are involved. Usually mm-hmm. you only see the first plaintiff's name if they want their name to be there. I don't know if they're anonymized or anything, right. but usually only see the first plaintiff you don't even know the extent of the other plaintiffs that are there um so yeah so york university issued a statement on the matter on tuesday night saying well whatever day this was um we condemn all forms of discrimination and hate including anti-semitism and islamophobia which is interesting because it's never once mentioned about islamophobia but anyways Nice for you to say that. Um, and they go on to say that York is committed to providing inclusive campus environments where community members feel safe and welcomed without fear of intimidation or harassment. So I guess we'll see what happens. But honestly, it's it's kind of disappointing to hear that York right. University is even being said that they're involved in this, like someone saying that they're doing this. Um that's really fucked up. I am also yeah, curious why plaintiffs from 1998 are just now coming forward. Mm-hmm. But again, this is the times that we're in. Times are so different now than they were in 1998. Right. Um, so I take that into consideration as well. But it's disappointing. York University yeah, is a huge sad. university. One of the more popular ones here in Ontario. And it's mm-hmm. really, really disappointing to hear that that's what they're doing. And honestly, I was going to say this, guys, stop the fucking hate. Someone can't stop who they are. They can't stop being Jewish or Muslims or Mm. Black or minor minorities. Like, we are who we are. If you you don't like us or you don't understand us, that's a you problem. Maybe you should do some education and some self-reflection. On yourself and some fucking therapy, because clearly you—it's probably more of you hate yourself Mm -hmm. than you hating something you don't understand. Right. So you said it. You said it. Yeah. That, That right there. Okay. So what's our the final topic? Last one. Yeah, so we're talking up. Yeah, now the final. So we're going to be talking about what is now being penned the grandparent scheme, which is basically right. Yeah, which is basically for those who don't know, it's not that even happened to the grandparents. It's also helping uh, happening to even your parents who might be a little older. Um, Basically, these people are like, and there's different ways of doing this. 
there's people who are like saying, oh, your son or your grandson or whatever is being like held captive. And if you want to let them go, you need to give us this amount of money. There's even cases where people have actually called um, family members. Mm-hmm. Sounding like the person that they're claiming is being kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're using and AI it creates words. that fear. Oh yeah. my god! I, oh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, oh. I heard about that. Yeah, it's crazy. Even you know, text I mean, messaging. we have a future episode coming up. I think it's next year where we're going to be talking about AI, and we're talking. Mm. We're, we're going to talk about AI in the terms of like music evolution. I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that. How AI yeah. could affect people committing crimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to add that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's crazy. I heard about that. I was, I was kind of shocked that you know. Shame on everybody. Shame on everybody. Listen to me. Listen to me right now. Mm-hmm. I am a person who has grandparents. Okay, all of my grandparents, except for one, is still alive. Okay, mm-hmm. if for whatever fucking reason someone were to call my grandparents listen my grandfather's a smart man so he can't be fucked over with you can't fuck with yeah. him okay yeah this is a person who was around during it stuff developing into what it is today he's not a you can't fuck with him mm-hmm. but you could probably fuck with my grandma mm-hmm. bless her heart but you probably could if you were to come from my grandparents I will find you and I will fuck you up. I really would. Wow. I will go to prison yep. to fuck you up over my grandparents. My mom's fine. Honestly, <laughs> even my dad, you could fuck with my dad too. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen already. And I, I could talk about that maybe a little after, like afterwards, but like, I will fuck you up. But anyways, yeah. So there's different ways that people can do this scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this particular case, there is a, a son of a Toronto senior who lost $8,000 in what he calls a letter-for-letter letter example of the so-called grandparent scam. Um, and this happened with RBC, which stands for the Royal Bank of Canada, um, here in, I don't know if like, Royal RBC is anywhere else but in Canada, but uh-huh. anyway, um, and he's basically saying that RBC should have seen the warning signs and stopped this withdrawal from happening. So let's explain what happened here. So mm-hmm. um, he. So before we go into that, the son does say, though, that the branch staff were totally not equipped to recognize these scams. It doesn't take a genius, um, some fraud defense genius, to follow the pattern. This is what he says. And his name is Patrick Winter. And this is what he said in this interview. So here's what happened. On August 1st, um, Winter said that his mother, who has asked not to be identified, so I, I, I'm assuming I guess she feels a little embarrassed by this, um, got a call from someone pretending to be her grandson. Um, from the details of the fake emergency to the dollar amount requested, Winter said that the call almost exactly matched a previous instance of the scam reported by CTV News Toronto in December of last year, so December 2022. Mm. And he says that it followed exactly. Her grandson was in a car with a friend, which I actually remember this, 
there was an accident and then there were drugs found. So this is what happened in the previous instance in December of 2022. That was the scam. So this person, whoever this person was, called this other person's grandmother and said, your son was in an accident and the police are here, but then they found drugs. So now he has to get bailed out and you need to give me the money. And that's what happened. Right. Um, So Winter says that his mother went to the bank. Okay. And asked to withdraw the $8,000. He said the teller did ask his mother three security questions, basically just to identify that she is who she is. Basically just asking like your name, your birth, your date of birth and your postal code or some shit. Like what you usually are being asked when you call the bank or go to the bank, Mm -hmm. Um, which I guess she answered all the correct questions and she was granted her request. Um, but because she was coached by the scammers to lie about the reason for the withdrawal, as the Canadian Bankers Association has acknowledged is a common tactic in the scam, the funds were yet still released. Okay. Um, Winter said that once he and his sisters were made aware of what happened, they told their mother she had been scammed and reported the incident to the police. Um, but I guess at that point, the money's gone, I am assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing, like, listen, if someone tells you to withdraw money in yeah. this day and age, it's because they want to eliminate a paper trail. Yes. The, the only thing that you have as a paper trail is that you withdrew the money. After mm-hmm. that, there's no there's no paper trail anymore. Nope. So So they can't find the the scammer or exactly. who the scammer was, yeah. Exactly. So in this day and age, we don't need to withdraw money to pay something. You mm-hmm. can pay it by using your debit card to pay for money. Now, $8,000 is a lot of money. I'm pretty sure that $8,000 is over and beyond RBC's limits um, for what you can pay on a purchase in one day. Yes. Um, I think that's the case for most banks. So I understand that aspect of things, mm-hmm. but you can definitely i guess do e-transfers or if you want to use like a cash app or something like i don't use cash app so i don't know i do withdrawals from my account do i need to send it to but yeah like no one's gonna tell you to withdraw money no one's gonna do that no one so like immediately if i'm gonna talk about my experience very shortly um like i said like i was going to talk about my experience with my with my dad actually two different experiences that you need to be careful and look out for as a child or as a grandchild or whatever um anyway so winter said he issued a complaint to the bank on his mother's behalf following the incident which requested for the money to be returned to her okay um, and that the scope of the bank's fraud prevention measures be reviewed and increased. Um, so he he said that RBC said it would investigate and see if, if it's owed um if its own procedures were followed during the August 1st transaction, according to Winter, which he said I knew that they weren't gonna give her the money because on RBC's end, nothing yeah. went wrong. They did everything yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he's trying to say is this could have been prevented if you guys could have seen. Sorry, I'm I'm sorry. I agree with him. If my mother, if my grandmother, who was probably around the same age as his mother, 
Okay. If my grandmother, who doesn't go to the fucking bank, guys, okay, she doesn't do any of this shit. She yeah. was, she's the banker. She's the one that, you know, does their budgets and everything like that. Right. Um, she's always been the one holding the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, nowadays with my grandmother's health and stuff, my grandfather's one who's going to the banks more now since mm-hmm. his retirement and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if my grandmother is walking into a bank, Asking the bank, give me an $8,000 for my account. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to say, what is this for? What do you need? Because I feel like this is not a new thing. This is a fucking unusual for this woman to be coming to the bank. If this is not, listen, I can make a transaction that I'm making on my own which I've done, like saying, playing, like if you're playing a game and you want to, you know, pay for something in, within a game, yeah. I had uh, the bank almost freeze my account because they think it's unusual transactions because that's something they're not used to me doing. <laughs> so how can you tell me that's something I'm, I'm actually doing for, for me as, you know, someone who's in their 30s to yeah. have my account flagged, but something like this when it's probably an unusual transaction for her, mm-hmm. is not being flagged. Right. Yeah. Come the fuck on. And yeah. I'm, I'm honestly going to say this right now. I'm coming from a person who was a client of RBC. My family, so my family is still clients of RBC. Fuck RBC. Fuck them. Because they are probably in my honest opinion the worst fucking bank because I'm, I'm no, go ahead no go ahead oh so i'm noticing a lot of banks are being stiffer on withdrawals now so like yeah and i don't understand why rbc hasn't quite caught up with the times yeah yeah like i've had to deal with rbc personally i've had to deal with rbc um within my job at my mm-hmm. previous job i hate them they're the worst fucking bank i'm sorry <sighs> Especially on a professional level, when I had to do like runs to the bank for because I worked with um, mm-hmm. a firm that dealt with real estate and stuff like that, so they we had closings all the time, and we would be responsible for doing that with RBC. I had to go to CIBC, um, Scotia, TD, um, even um, there's another bank that's not as common, but I had to go to all the different banks, mm-hmm. BMO. Yeah, I had to also go to RBC. Mm-hmm. RBC was the, always the worst experience that I ever had. Was always every single time. Anytime I had to go to RBC, I was pissed. I didn't want to go because they are the worst fucking bank. So I'm just like, you guys can do better. So anyway, yeah, went to her. Yeah, go ahead. That's what. Yeah, that's why um a lot of people do online banking nowadays oh, yeah. instead of just going to because it's a lot easier you know, to you know stretch yourself. All you gotta do is just call in, mm-hmm. call call somebody if you I have don't an talk issue. to nobody. I mean, I mean, yeah, if you have an issue, if something's wrong, call them. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Otherwise, than that, yeah, you can do almost everything yourself. Is there yeah. negatives and sorry? It, are there cons to that? Yes, there is cons. Right? Mm-hmm. Especially your... if you're not, you know, technically literate. Like literate. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who are my, like, for example, my boss. 
not tech savvy by any means of the stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and he's not even yeah. 50. <laughs> yeah. So I understand yeah. that. I know mm-hmm. that. So, and again, like my grandmother, she barely knows how to turn on the DVD player, much less do online banking. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. If I had to tell her to do online banking, I would probably still be there for like a week trying to teach her how to do online banking. It's not going to go good. <laughs> it's really I, hard to te- teach uh, yeah. your, teach certain people new, new mm-hmm. things. Now, can my grandfather do? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he can be taught. Like, for example, like when my mom would give money to my grandparents and stuff like that, mm-hmm. she would always do checks. And my mom was just like, with me and my mom, like I would give my mom money. Me and my mom would be like, we do e-transfers. It was easier. Mm, yeah. um, but my mom was one day was like, can't I just e-transfer it to you? My grandpa figured out how to make that happen. And that's what they've mm. been doing now since like pre-COVID. Right. So it's just so much easier. Yeah. It, and you can it, teach them, but mm-hmm. some of them yeah. you can't. Yeah, no, because they have, tr- I understand, trust issue, right? It's the trust. It's, it's, it's a trust like, issue. It's the fact yeah. that they yeah. don't understand how, how does, yeah. how does me how sending does, an e-transfer or sending, yeah. you know, payment over online to, to yeah. a bank? How does, like, how does that work? Yeah. So they, you, you it's you the tell, understanding. You tell that to, to somebody to be like, that's a scam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But this is oh, a scam. Yeah, a senior. That's a scam. Yeah. Like, yeah. How does how does one how does money go to you within uh five minutes? That's yeah. a scam. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like it's it's just having that understanding. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it they just don't they don't get it. But, it also, um, it also took my mom some time to you know to understand yeah. it too. So and like your it, your yeah, mom yeah. is older, but she's not like. Yeah, she's not like this old. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but it took her but, some time. She's yeah. more traditional on going to the bank and you know getting. Well, money I remember yeah. with yeah. with with you like when we would hang out quite a bit like yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I remember you like actually like walking into like a Rogers to pay your bills, and I'm like, why not just oh, yeah. do that online? Yeah, yeah, I used, yeah, like, I used to do that. Yeah, and because it's because of my I, I learned that from my mom. <laughs> so I learned right. that from my mom, right. and I learned that. Yeah, and like it's so much mom. easier to pay the bill online, have them as a payee, yeah. and you're good to go. I think, I, I think I was like, "Oh, you can't do that." <laughs> so, <laughs> so and I think yeah. for me, I just learned differently because my mom would do like online bank, not online banking. Right. Initially, she would do phone banking, and mm-hmm. then went to the online banking. So I kind of just like saw that from that aspect. So for me, seeing you do that, I'm like the fuck just up mm-hmm. to your pay list or something. Mm-hmm. but um yeah it's interesting to kind of see like how things mm-hmm. kind of are different for everybody yeah but um yeah so in the grand scheme of things he said that rbc refused to return the funds and totally ignored his request for the bank to scale up its fraud prevention measures fucking idiots um, he says that they are disregarding the part of the complaint which to me is the biggest part really um and it would be nice to get some money back, but the biggest thing, honestly, is they should acknowledge that they're they got a gaping gaping hole in their fraud detection, which I agree with. Mm. Um, in an email to CTV News Toronto, a spokesperson for RBC 
neither confirmed nor rejected Winter's account of the incident, but did mm-hmm. say that it conducted a detailed and careful investigation and shared its findings with the client. Sure, you did. Um, mm-hmm. The bank also highlighted that it has a number of fraud prevention measures in place to prevent identity theft and other types of fraud and pointed to its online resource center for seniors and five cyber scams targeting seniors. Okay, here's what I'm going to say about that. This person is older. Chances are she probably doesn't go on the internet very often. Yes. She probably doesn't even know to go online or even thinks to go Mm -hmm. online and check these things. So you want a senior to go online, find these fucking links that, by the way, RBC's website fucking sucks. Any bank's website really sucks. It's so convoluted. Oh, no. The the traditional ones, they they all suck. It's so convoluted. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much. And that's me as a 30-something-year-old who's like, I just want to find this one thing, but I can't find it. So you want this person who is not of the, of the internet generation to mm-hmm. find this link. Fuck you, RBC. Like, honestly, um, it's so, um, they continue on by saying, um, we work with our client throughout the process and keep them informed as we did in this matter. Um, and this is coming from Cheryl Breen, who is director of communications for personal and commercial banking at RBC. Um, And they continue on by saying, we have shared our feelings with our client and explained the reasons for our decision based on a detailed and careful investigation. So, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Sad, disappointing. And I think they're just defending themselves at this point. Yeah. Not just, not just RBC, the traditional banks got to understand that, you know, that not a lot of people have adjusted to, uh uh to digital or sorry online yet mm-hmm. um yeah they just have to like you know try to communicate try to talk to the the person if you understand what i'm trying to, to say there's research that suggests that older adults may be more vulnerable to scams due to a poor sensitivity to financial risk and a reduced detection of untrustworthiness. So the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center has said that Ontario seniors were defrauded out of over $5.4 million by the grandparent scam in 2022. That is a huge fucking number. It's huge. That's... that's (laughs) That's crazy, yeah. Like, I I do believe that because like oh yeah, a lot of this a lot is, of this seniors. Is yep, a lot of see. You know, don't get me wrong, a lot of seniors are easy to get scammed than the mm-hmm. uh, the younger. I feel like the younger generation. We know what to I, look out for. Yeah, yeah. Like we're more sharper. We under we understand. Mm-hmm. Us, but that's where we had to come in. You know. I tell our, you know, our parents or our grandparents to mm-hmm. be aware of this issue or situation that these scammers are trying to do everything, everything what they can to, you know, try to get your possessions. So like, you know, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Police have previously advised that officers will never attend your address in full or partial uniform to collect cash. Let's remember that 100%. Law enforcement officials will also never contact family members and request money for bail or send someone to their home to pick up money. Again, 100%. That is all done through the proper channels. No police officer is going to go and collect your money for someone's bail. That's not how this goes. Um, they also go on to say, you know, attend to your bank to withdraw money to give to an unknown person following a frantic telephone call and never confirm any personal information over the phone. Instead, call another family member for clarification or contact police. That is very important. If follow your gut. Okay, follow your gut. If your gut tells you something is wrong, Mm -hmm. believe it. There's a reason why that gut's telling you that. Right. Um and and you know, text somebody, text a Well, these are older people, so call somebody. Oh right. (laughs) But you know, I mean there's some there's some, there's most, most seniors knows how to tax, I would say. It depends on their age. Remember, this person mm-hmm. is in their 80s. Or, okay. okay. My grandmother does call. not tax. Oh, true, true, true. All right. So either, you know, just call, call mm-hmm. somebody just to make sure. Yeah. And then, you know, ask, ask them that question. Um, Somebody's doing this. Is this okay? You know, yeah. and then that person will res- respond to you and just say, no. And this these scammers, yeah. these scammers yeah. are going for vulnerable people. Right. Now, I'm going to go into my experiences as a child of a parent who is vulnerable. So my father is a vulnerable person. He's not a senior, but he is ill. He has um, multiple sclerosis and he is wheelchair bound. So he is a vulnerable person. And he's probably a lonely person at that. He hasn't been in a relationship with somebody since I was probably in my early 20s. And he tends to go on Facebook or I don't know what else he's doing, where he's finding women who are younger than him. So there's two different examples that happened um, that affected me. Um, one definitely in particular more affected me than it probably affected him. There was one instance that happened where I heard of this person that he was talking to. This person is younger, probably was around my age. My dad's in his fifties. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not necessarily okay with this, but whatever. And then that changed. And he started telling me that, this person is trying to come see me. I think they lived in Ottawa or something. They're coming to see me, but like she can't get here. And she's asking if I can send her money. And I'm like, okay, um, what, like, what exactly is she asking for? And he started telling me she's asking for gift cards, was asking for, I don't know, like, I don't know, it was Amazon gift cards or iTunes gift cards or something yeah. like that. That is, as soon as I heard that, I said, this is a scam. Mm-hmm. 100% this is a scam. Yeah, and I, I told him, yep. yeah. And I told him, I said, no, this is, this is a scam. This person's not real. 
you are not, I'm not giving, because he's asking me for money. And I said, no, mm-hmm. so I'm not giving you a dime. Mm-hmm. And he even went further and said, okay, fine. I won't send her anything, but there's this jacket that I want. And could you send me the money for that? And I said, no, I'm not sending you the money for the jacket either. Cause I know that's your way of trying to get me to send you money. So as sometimes it might be hard to do, but stand your ground with your parents mm-hmm. and say, I'm not doing this because that person is taking advantage of you. Okay. I, I'm sorry, but I, like, I love my father, but as someone who is my age, mm-hmm. I don't particularly want to be involved with someone who is of a nature who needs that help. Maybe that's on me. That's something, but you know, she was even younger than I was. I think she was like in her twenties. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. None of this feels right to me. It just didn't feel right. right. And I completely closed that off. So then here's another situation that happened. This actually happened within the last couple of weeks. Oh. Yeah. My father, um, I gotta have to preface this a little bit. So my my father had texted me on WhatsApp and because my my two sets of grandparents, which obviously like the one I've said my grandpa has passed, but my two sets of grandparents have their anniversaries literally back to back. One's the 25th and one's the 20 or 24th, one's the 25th, literally back to back. So my my dad texted me that day and he's like, oh, is in your, your grandparents' anniversaries coming up? And I said, yeah, it's tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, you know, your your grandparents' anniversary is was today. And I'm like, no, I know, but my grandpa's passed on. So like, I'm not I'm gonna it's it's an awkward situation so i'm like i'm not gonna call my grandma to wish her happy anniversary my grandpa's not here anymore um that's a whole other situation i'm not gonna get into so i'm like okay so we have this conversation and that felt normal to me now my dad's on instagram but i don't talk to my dad on instagram and all of a sudden i got this friend request from my father so i thought quote unquote my father i didn't think that unusual because my dad has created um, more than one account before on like Facebook. So I didn't have any red flags. And I could see that my aunt was also connected with this person. So I didn't think anything was unusual until the person started talking to me on Instagram. And I'm thinking, this is weird because my dad does not talk to me on Instagram. He tends to talk to me on Facebook or WhatsApp. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. And this person was saying, oh, you know, I have this new benefit that I'm getting called, um, I think it was called SERF, S-E-R-F, which is very similar to SERB, which is what we all got if you lost your job during COVID. And I'm thinking, what the hell is S-E-R-F? I've never heard of this benefit before. That was a red flag for me. And I'm like, what is that? So I, he's like telling me about this and kind of obviously leaning towards the fact that my my father is disabled because my father is disabled. So I'm thinking, okay, this is really weird. So I ended up Googling this SERF and I'm like, this is not a benefit. There's nothing here telling me that this is a Canadian benefit. Okay. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And this person was trying to get me to sign up for this quote unquote benefit and the, and I ignored it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not engaging anymore because this feels very weird. Yeah. And 
but then the person started talking to me again the next day and was talking to me about this SCRF benefit. And um, I'm like, no, this doesn't, what is this? Like, none of this feels right. This person doesn't talk to me like they're my father. This person doesn't act like they know me in that way. Because this is my father. I am his daughter. This is weird. So um, this person sent me this Facebook link to apply for this benefit. And I said, and I said, why would I need to apply for this on Facebook? Like, if this is a Canadian benefit, why couldn't I go over to the government website and do it there? Right. Mm-hmm. And there's like, oh, just, you know, this is where you have to do it. And just let me know once you've done it. I'm like, why would I need to, what? So I said to this person, can you call me the way you normally would call me? Which is usually my dad would call me on WhatsApp. So mm-hmm. I said, can you call me? And this person responded with, oh, I can't, I can't call you. My, my phone for some reason isn't working. Yet you're texting me on Instagram. Your my phone somehow is like, it's not working. I can't do phone calls. You know, just, just do the, the application and just let me know when you're done. And I said, okay, usually when my dad's phone's not working, it's legitimately not working. You can't text him. You can't call him. You can't anything, which has happened before. So I know this. And I'm like, no, you're in fake. You're not real. You don't seem to fucking realize that the person you're impersonating is my fucking father. And I will be reporting you. So I immediately reported him after that. Hmm. Talked to my dad and I said, um, what were, were you and me talking on Instagram at all at any point? He says, no. That's how I obviously knew it wasn't my father. And as for the whole thing of my dad's phone's not working, he called me that day. And he also called me yesterday. So yeah, his phone's not working. That's really interesting. But I'm just like, you're so fucking, scammers say stupid because you're so fucking stupid. You right. can't fuck with me. And the thing is that, that I was talking with my boyfriend about this when that happened. My boyfriend, knowing the shit that my dad's been doing online, was kind of like, your dad's getting into some shit, clearly, because probably what I suspect, and I've had to tell my dad, please uh-huh. be careful what you're doing online. Mm-hmm. Please be careful. Um, yeah. Is the fact that he probably was talking to somebody who was figuring out things that they could figure out about him, and then is trying to extend the scam out to the people around him not realizing mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot. So don't fuck with me. This is my father. I know how my father acts and how my father talks. My father would never put me into a situation that would jeopardize me in any way, shape or form. You can't fuck with me. Sorry. In all honesty, you can't fuck with me, but I'm just like, no, this, this is real. So be very careful. Be mindful of the people that your family member is talking to Um, or is around or whatever the case may be because i had to have the conversation again with my dad where i'm like can you please be careful what you're doing online because it's not just going to affect you it's going to affect me or other people who are you are connected with he's connected to my grandmother who's older aunts uncles cousins whatever can you please be careful who you're talking to and i know he's not because I see it. I see that he's not he's not being careful. So just just be yeah, like we won't get into it, but yeah. my mom literally had to block him because of things she was seeing. 
So just be very careful as to what your parent, grandparent, whatever Mm -hmm. is doing um, and try to advocate for them as best as you can um, without any pushback from them, obviously, Mm -hmm. but just be careful. Yeah. But yeah. I... I love getting Instagram scammers, by the way. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I play. I play. I play around with them. I act stupid. I be like, oh, oh wow. My I boyfriend's on that. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, and then they send me a link. Huh? I never heard of that site. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you uh, teach me a little more? And then yeah, they just no. go on and go on and go on, and then it's great. Says, huh. It's great. It's fucking great. Yeah. And then but- I say. Gotcha. Yeah, no, my, going- my, my boyfriend has done exactly that. Not with online scams, but he got a phone call scam oh, where, nice. yeah, and he told me about it again. Again, you're, you're you're targeting people who are old enough to know you're fucking with us. Like, come on. Right. But my boyfriend, again, same age as you, he's not an idiot. And he's just like, mm-hmm. um, he got this call. This probably was probably about a few years back. Got mm-hmm. this call and he was like, this person on the other line saying, oh yeah, like you won this, I think it was like a trip or something. Um, you won this trip. Like all we need is like your information and then we can like, all right. So he played along and he's like, yeah, really? And he's like going off about it, going on about it. And he's like playing along with them. And then eventually he's like, you're full of fucking shit. Like he just like went off on them and the guy like hung up on him. <laughs> like he's done that and i'm like i don't have the patience nor time for that shit oh, but like he's done that and i'm just like wow he's like yeah. you can't fuck with me like i know you're full of shit i didn't mm-hmm. win a fucking trip that i didn't fucking sign up for like <laughs> <laughs> yeah even my even my boss i think this was like last week yeah. uh she got a call from the cra Dun dun dun. CRA is not gonna call you. <laughs> yeah, CRA is not gonna call you. For Americans, yeah. that's Canadian Revenue Agency. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, watch me wa- waste this time." <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, again, yeah. it's so dumb. Like, say stupid because CRA has come out so many times, especially during um. Uh, tax season they always oh, oh yeah oh, it's huge huge shit happens during tax season yeah. and they always come out and they always say we're not going to email you like directly mm-hmm. about something usually mm-hmm. if they email you anything they email you a notification that you have a message on your cra account yeah okay yeah they're never going to email you they're never going to call you they're going to text you or do any of those things like none of those things are going to happen so if you're getting things like especially during top season it's always worse you always get these stupid messages about oh you're you're um uh you're what's your thing you're the money you're getting back from your tax taxes and whatever it's mm-hmm. coming and you know we're getting it's trapped we, we need you to release it or some shit like that so it's stupid mm-hmm. shit like now i'm getting stupid text messages from Canada Post apparently saying that I have a package that's being stuck at the warehouse and I need to like give them information. It's like the warehouse. Yeah. And the thing that's like, (laughs) I'm like, for me, I actually do have um, a a package coming probably through Canada Post because Christmas time. And that's why this is why it's ramping up because Christmas is coming up. Right. Yes. I'm getting these and I'm like, 
first of all, I can literally go onto my Etsy thing, track my package and know it's Mm -hmm. perfectly fine, first of Mm -hmm. all. And then there's times I get those messages, even like the banking ones, I would get those all the time Mm -hmm. for banks that I'm not even with. And I'm just like, yes, I know that I don't have a bank with um, CIBC. Mm -hmm. And I know right now I don't have a package coming from Canada Post or something. And yet you're trying to scam me with this bullshit. Like, fuck. That's the thing that gets me. I'm used to emails. Okay. I'm used to the fucking email scams. Fine. But the text messages. I ignore those like, emails. They're not as fun as the. Oh phone no, calls. I I email I ignore the emails too. Yeah, but now I'm getting text messages. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Like, don't <laughs> text me. Because then I just have to add you to my block list, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you just have to. Sometimes I mean, if you're like, if I'm bored, I just you know I just have fun. If, I'm never bored, guys, so yeah, I don't have time yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, I just, I have to be entertained and, you know. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Yeah, I, I, I am. I am entertained. I like, I, let's, let's do it. Waste my time, I waste yours. So, <laughs> seriously, like, yeah, so. I mean, honestly, these people who do these scams are so fucking smart. You could apply your smarts. Do something mm-hmm. better. Yeah, make this world is a little better. Yeah, the, that scammy stuff. It's it just, just find it's it's not easy. Just hand a resume, right? To a job that you like. Yeah, or you know, try to do your own business. Even that, even even scammers that do their own business try to scam you too. But you know, oh yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Uh, either way, you know, you, you can do a lot of things nowadays. But scamming is the lowest of the low scum of the scum. So Especially when you're going after it. people who have to live off of these lives. Because chances are, this poor right. woman who got scammed out of $8,000, that was that was her, probably her savings that she needs to live off on. Uh-huh. And you're taking that away from vulnerable people who need that. Like, it's sick. It's fucking sick that you mm-hmm. would do that. And now you have the banks not giving it back to you. Like, it's so fucked up to me. Like, that woman needs to survive on the money that she has. And out of the goodness of her heart, because she loves her grandson and wants to make sure he's okay, is going to to give the money without question. Sad. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck you, everybody who does this. Yeah. Two people. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. Just be be kind to people. Yeah. <laughs> be kind to people. Yeah. Like, so. again, like, if someone were to do this to my father, like, I will lose my mind because mm-hmm. he literally survives off the disability tax uh, money that he gets from the government. That is this, that is his income. Mm-hmm. So for you to go after somebody who isn't able to make the money for whatever reason, whether it's because you are now retired and you're a senior or you're disabled in some way, or you have an illness of some sort and you're not able to replenish that money in such a way that is beneficial to you. Mind you, I will never have $8,000 on hand, so you can't scam that out of me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like You're going after people who can't make the money and depend on the government to live 
And it's just, you're fucked up. You're fucked up. <laughs> so f- yep. you, whoever you are, mm-hmm. will, or whatever group this is, because guaranteed this is, this is a group of people yes. who does this. Whoever you are, you're going to, once you meet your maker, you're going to go down to the fiery pits of hell. Yes. And you're going to go through hell loop. Enjoy. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent true. So, this ends. <laughs> yeah, this ends episode ten of the Next Tape podcast. The Next Tape podcast is available now on all podcast platforms. We also have a website called Solo To slash Next Tape Podcast, and for contact, email us at Mikel. Tanika at gmail.com. So, Tanika, we talked about the whole dinner with Jay Z and over 500,000. We also talked about uh, Michael Jackson, biopic. Michael Jackson's biopic. We also talked about the, is it your university? York University's, York University class Jeez. action case. Yeah, geez, I can't talk today. It's okay. <laughs> And um, that was me last week. Yeah. And the RBC um, grand. Well, uh, the grand, grand scam? the grandparent scam yeah. that involved RBC and the latest yeah. Uh, yeah. situation. Yeah. Great conversations there, people to listen to. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, we're still awake from um, our, what do you call the, the, the time? What it's the, time? the daylight savings. Ending. Daylight savings. Yeah. We're still awake. We're still awake here. And uh, it's good that we get an hour, extra hour of sleep. Well, we really technically don't get an extra hour of sleep because our brain is telling us that. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I am Nico. And I'm Tanika. And we are out. <laughs>